Good morning, listeners, and welcome back to part two of Sacred Space 102 FM, a Come and See Inspirations production here for West Limerick 102. My name is Shane Ambrose. Delighted to have you back on the second part of the program this morning. So manning the controls of this spaceship, and we still have John. Morning, John. It's a spaceship now, isn't it? Very good. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like it at times. And we're delighted to welcome two guests onto the programme this morning uh, from the Limerick Glasson office. Good morning, Rose. Good morning, Aoife. Morning, Morning, Shane. Morning, John. Morning, John. How are you? Very so well, thank Rosa you. Connor and Aoife Walsh both work in the Limerick Dawson office. Aoife, what exactly is your actual job title? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good question. I, I've worked. I work in youth ministry. It's probably the easiest thing to say, Shane. Yeah. So most, a lot of people across the diocese might be familiar of Aoife's good work, particularly with the youth group that goes to Lourdes every year. And also the initial program that's done with the transition years and fifth years in the secondary schools across the diocese. Good morning, Rose. Rose O'Connor. Morning. Rose, what exactly is it that you do for the diocese again? Um, well, my job title is pastoral implementation manager, which covers everything and then she comes <laughs> away, really. So right, I very good. This morning we're here kind of representing the pastoral outreach team. So myself and Aoife are two members of that. And we have Michael Kelly as well and uh, Father Chris O'Donnell and Dermot Cowie. And you know, there's a whole group of us that have been, particularly at this time, I think, working together to look at how we can support parishes and support people in these times of COVID. We didn't think we'd be here one year on celebrating Easter at home again, you know. No, I, I, I would have to concur with that because I realised during the week, the Tuesday before St. Patrick's Day, I had been 12 months, it's 12 months since I was in the office, since I was at work, mm-hmm. uh, because that was my last day in the office last year. So as you said, Rose, uh, we have you guys on this morning because we are going to talk about resources that the diocese has taken available. And this, of course, is ahead of Holy Week and Easter 2021. And as you said, we didn't actually think we would be in this situation 12 months down the line. So obviously it's called for a degree of imagination and uh, in terms of the limited circumstances that we have. Um, obviously, because a lot of parishes are still, you know, we're not Public liturgies aren't allowed at the moment, and there are still the restrictions on gathering uh, because of the COVID restrictions. So um, you guys are going to take us through the resources that are going to be made available. Now, just before we get into the detail, um, I'm looking at a wonderful two-page summary. Is that available somewhere for people to look at if they need it? Yeah, we'll have that. We're hoping to have that up online shortly, Shane. Um, And I suppose the idea behind that was to provide uh, parishes with something that they could share with parishioners in their homes to help people to celebrate Holy Week at home. Um, And I suppose we were thinking particularly of, as you said, people can't get to Mass, so what they can do uh, in the home, and especially with children, um, you know, or or parents or people who who, um, just really want to enter into the spirit of Holy Week. So that document hopefully will be up online by the end of this week. And um, there will be a number of resources kind of connected with it um, that will help to, as you said, be creative, give people ideas, kind of hopefully fire the imagination um, with some things that they can do from the comfort of their own homes. Indeed. And just in relation, just before we get into the ins and outs of the of the of the resources that are available there, just to clarify, some parishes are going to be doing their Easter ceremonies obviously online, Rose, isn't that right? 
That's right, yeah, Shane. I mean, like compared to this time last year where we had really, I suppose, almost you know, a handful of parishes that could actually stream services online, that number has grown significantly because people have invested in the technology. So there will be um, also a list, we'll have a document available that will list all of the services that are happening in every parish, you know, so that people can see what's happening when online, you know. So I suppose the work that we have been doing is really to kind of supplement and complement what's happening in the parishes. We're not trying to, to sort of replace that or do something you know that competes with it you know we're, ours, we're just trying to add value by offering ideas and resources for people as Eva said particularly families and that that you know they can get out for a walk and and you know let's say engage with the stations of the cross um, Eva's is going to tell us a bit more about that kind of detail um but yes yeah, so th- these resources we're talking about are, are are complementary to the easter tridium in particular like you'll notice most of our activity is in the lead up but and then then we have some specific ones for each day of Holy Week, which we can talk mm-hmm. you through. Okay. So um, just, just to say, just to remind to listeners as well, particularly for those listening in West Limerick, please make sure you check the notes in the Weekly Observer and the Limerick Leader for the different parishes, because I know most of the parishes are going to be putting in notes about what is and isn't being covered by their online services. And obviously, of course, here in West Limerick 102, we will link in with Abbeyfield Parish, and we'll confirm that probably next week, John, in terms of what Easter ceremonies we're going to be able to cover. Yeah, next week, I'd say. Yeah, no problem. So we'll let you know what will and won't be going out on air as it stands. Now, back to what is being looked at. So uh, who wants to go first? Starting with Palm Sunday. It's hard to believe this day week is Palm Sunday, the first mm-hmm. week, first yeah. day of, of the Easter, of the Paschal um, week. So who wants to go first, Eva? Yeah, I'll jump in there, Shane. Um, it is difficult to to believe that, yeah, Palm Sunday is coming up. But I suppose on a, from a very simple point of view, people usually go to Mass on Palm Sunday. They come home with their palm, you know, their blessed palm, and it goes up in the house. And so what we were trying to encourage people to do, and again, we sh- people should have time to do this in advance of Palm Sunday, is that rather than have palms that you get at Mass in the morning, that, you know, children could create flags, because really, I suppose, Palm Sunday, when people wave the palms and put them under the feet of the donkey as Jesus came, came on the donkey, it was about kind of celebration and it was about waving and it was about saying rejoice, you know, Hosanna. So um, for children to to colour in flags, create flags, welcome signs for Jesus. So we've got some templates, resources around that that they can print off and colour in. Um, and again, you know, there's nothing to stop them in parishes. A priest could send them, get them down to the school. School children could colour them in in advance of Palm Sunday, get them to the church. They could be put up and decorating the church so that when the mass is streamed online, you know, it's lovely for young people to tune in and go, I, I, I colour that in or I'm there. Um, another one that we had a resource was around a prayer list or a card so people could send in the names of people to the church and that it could be placed on a seat in the church, you know, saying that if I could be here, I would be here in this physical space, but I can't be. But my name is here and, and I'm connecting in with this from in a spiritual sense, you know. Um, so that's another kind of simple thing, I suppose, that people could do. And then after uh, Palm Sunday, when the palms have been blessed, we'd encourage parishes, I suppose, to to get people to come to the church and, and collect some palm to bring home. Um, obviously, keeping in mind the restrictions and the, you know, sanitizing and all that kind of stuff and do it in a safe way. But when they come to collect the PAM, that maybe there's a list of the services that are going to be online. Like you mentioned, a couple of the papers that will have them printed. But you could have a little pack for people that might include a candle or some colouring pages for kids or, you know, a little prayer, a little prayer card that they could take home. 
with ideas around creating a sacred space in the home, um, things that they might need to hand for the week. So for, you know, Holy Thursday, have a bowl with some water, have a candle, have a towel. Um, if you have holy water in the home, um, you know, have some of that available. Uh, so there's lots of kind of just practical ideas like that that people can can do. Um, and I suppose just on the, the family front as well for Good Friday, we're Rose mentioned a couple of people who've been involved with us. We've had Sister Katrina as well and Sister Mara Rosa, Dominican sisters, helping us with resources as well. And David Bracken, who works with us too. David has created a fabulous set of stations which are based around the, the city walk of the Three Bridges. If you'll know the Three Bridges walk in Limerick City, Shane. Um, and what we've done is we've adapted that, that so it can be personalised for any parish. So you can do it within your 5K. And it's very relevant for the moment, praying for things that are happening in our world right now. Um, you could do it on your own. You could do it with somebody. And then what I've done as well is created a family station. So when you're going out for your walk with the kids on Sunday or Friday or whatever day you want to go out, you know, there's little instructions there about a backpack to bring and some paper and some colours and you know, some some twine and some sticks and there's activities along the way and just helping to make the Easter story real for, for children in a way that's very accessible, really, for, for families. So there's a lot of kind of just hands-on, practical little things like that um, in, in, the, in the resources. And also, I suppose, on another level, then people like, um, like Dermot and Michael and stuff have created or found uh, resources for us around liturgies and you know prayers for this time as well and rose might talk a little bit then about we're actually putting on a couple of liturgies online so she might say a little bit more about that in a second but there's there's lots and lots there especially for for families and for for children which i think is great because um like i'm just thinking of all the kids who are missing out on those experiences of the paschal fire and being in the church when the candles are you know, lit on, on, on Easter Saturday and the things that you associate, you know. So just to try and keep those things alive, in a sense, in the home, I think is really important. Mm. You mentioned there, uh, Eva uh, and Rosa, just that there's going to be streamed liturgies for the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday of Holy mm-hmm. Week. Now, obviously, for most par- for people that will be participating online with parishes, you'll be tuning in for Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday. But the Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes they get missed rows. So this year, the diocese is, got, is putting on um, a couple of interesting liturgies online. Yeah, exactly, Shane. And that was the idea was to, you know, to complement what will be happening in the Tridium and not to cut across what parishes are already doing. So we have three liturg- short liturgies that will happen and they'll be all streamed online on the Diocesan Facebook page. Um, so on the Monday, um, we have a liturgy of solidarity. And I suppose the we kind of recognising that the Monday of Holy Week is usually associated with almsgiving. So it's, it's playing with that theme of almsgiving. And I suppose as a race, we're generally quite good at that. You know, Irish people tend to be very good. So we're, we're tying it in with the Troker Lenten um, fundraiser that we've been running from Limerick with Love. Um, I'm sure some of your listeners will be aware of that, where we have we have over 80 people that are registered. And I'm sure there's a lot more that haven't registered, you know, that are walking, running and cycling this Lent just to um, build up kilometres where the aim was Sharon Collipy from St. John's initiated, but the aim was to, to get to as far as um, Sudan. said so Sudan is a programme country this year, which is over 6,000 kilometres. So I believe we're already there and on our way back in terms of the, the, um, the number of, of uh, kilometres built up. But the idea is that we'll have um, Father Noel Kerwin, Sharon Collipy, as I mentioned, and Colm Hogan from Trokra. We'll be um, 
doing a little liturgy around that whole thing of walking in solidarity with people. And I suppose that's something I think that we often recognise that, you know, where we see an injustice or something like that, that it's, it's just getting people to reflect a little bit on that. And then on the Tuesday, Father Chris O'Donnell is um, doing a liturgy, um, a tenebrae liturgy around the whole thing of, um, you know, darkness. And I suppose the accompanying the passion of Jesus um, through a liturgy of, of having a number of lit candles and they gradually become extinguished as you move through the liturgy. And we're encouraging people at home to maybe have seven tea lights themselves so they can actually... Mm-hmm. Tenebrae, tenebrae is, 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 a, is an ancient liturgy very much associated with of course, monastic communities and is, it's beautiful when you can attend it in a church setting. I've sure, attended it myself yeah. over the years and it's, 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 it's quite something, the, the whole ambience of it and is, is very evocative. Yeah, and I know ideally you would be in the church for it, but I suppose it's just to maybe get people to have a sense of it. And I think that's what we learned in the last year, that people need something tangible that they can actually experience, even if it's they're at home, but that they connect in with, with something. So that's on the Tuesday. And then on the Wednesday evening, there'll be a liturgy of forgiveness that uh, Michael Kelly is um, developing with um, Father Mike Cusson and Father Franco D. And that will be, obviously, reconciliation is a major part of Lent. We can't have confession. That's um, that's not going to be possible. But, you know, it's, it's really about, I suppose, looking at that whole area of forgiveness and, you know, like helping people to maybe uh, reflect on that and think about areas maybe where they they need to, to forgive or to, to look at, I suppose, what what burdens they need to, to lay down within that. So it's a kind of a healing aspect to it, I think, in that sense. So those three online liturgies, Rose, they are 8 p.m. on the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday of Holy Week. And yes, yeah. they're, they're being streamed on the Darsten Facebook page. Now, Rose, if a person is not on Facebook, can they still access Yes, um, they're all they're all publicly available. So um, there will be you can actually go into Facebook without having a Facebook account. If you know what I mean, they'll still be visible. And um, you depending on how works, we may actually make them available on the website with the resources as well. Because they, they, the nice thing about streaming on Facebook is they st- they're still there. Even if you miss it, you can go back in and, and relook at it again. You know, okay, so it's almost like yeah. it's almost like they recorded. Just to flag as well from a radio perspective, uh, for Good Friday next week, we are broadcasting. The prayer around the cross from Newcastle West. John, can you just remind us what time that's on? Yeah, you, usually this takes place uh, in Newcastle West every year. It's um, conducted by the young people, arranged by Father Frank Duick. So that'll be going out broadcast at seven pm. So seven pm to eight pm. Good Friday. Good Friday evening. Okay, Eva. Yeah, I just want to come in there, Shane, just to say as well, one thing I forgot around the stations is that actually Rose um, with Father Frank O'Connor and I think Rose, your sister, was involved in this as well. Yeah, and Mary uh, McDonnell in St. John's, yeah. Marion, yeah, have done, a, a, they'll have a podcast um, of the Stations of the Cross. So anyone who has um, attended issues with, with Father Frank will, will know what to expect around that. Just And I think sometimes for what I'm hearing as well is around this is this, the sensual part of it, the hearing of a voice, the 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 candlelight, you know, what comes to mind, Shane, when you mentioned the tenebrae was, you know, being in Glenstall almost and the, the smell of the incense or, you know, those kinds of things that certain things that really connect us in a really deep way to Easter and to our faith. And so I think anything that we can do that helps us to 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 bring those two pieces together is really important. So I'd really encourage people at home that if they are doing that, to just take a little time, you know, to, to be still and to and to really enter into the spirit of it and to trust that it, it, it can be as meaningful. You know, it's not the ideal. It's not the way we would, we would want it. 
but um but there's still so much meaning and and so much to be gained from from connecting into those um those experiences okay so uh if i just remind us again so those resources and that those that summary sheet that will be going up on the Darsen website with the yeah. various resources for each of the days it will be available, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and in particular, we're highlighting the resources that are there for families and for the kids and for the children. And then also just to remind listeners again, so the three ceremonies, the three liturgies are on the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of Holy Week, and they're being brought, they're being streamed on the Dawson Facebook page at 8 p.m. You can go into Facebook or for those that want to go to the Dawson website, there is a link to the Facebook page off of the Dawson yeah. website as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast will be available for the Stations of the Cross, and which I definitely we would encourage you to listen to. And then, of course, again, for Good Friday, as we said ourselves here on the radio program, we'll be broadcasting from the castle on Good Friday evening. And also just to check in with your local notes, with the local parishes, to see what's being streamed, um, because I know there's a lot going on differently in different places across West Limerick, uh, just for people just to check in and see what's going on. And, and to... Uh, plan it out, you know, like we would do if this was our normal Holy Week, you would plan what Easter ceremonies or what what ceremonies or liturgies you were going to attend, because of course it is what Easter is about in one sense. It is a one unitary liturgy which starts from Holy Thursday all the way through to Mass the Resurrection on Easter Sunday, and it is obviously one of the high points of the Christian year. As Aoife said, this isn't the way we would like to do it, but you know what? Needs must. As I said to people, you know, many people don't have priests from one end of the year to the other, even without COVID. And, you know, it's something that perhaps we need to understand and share with our fellow Christians around the world who, you know, don't have the luxuries that we have in terms of availability of sacraments. So something for us to think about, particularly at this time of the year. I'm afraid, folks, that brings us to the end of this section of the programme. Rose and Aoife, thanks a million for coming in. And like we said, check out the diocese at limerickdiocese.org or it's the Diocese of Limerick on Facebook and those resources and information will also be available there. Thanks very much. Thanks, Thanks, John. Um, Aoife, you have a piece of music for us that we're going to go out on for this part of the program. Yeah, so um, there's a singer called Lauren Daigle an American singer and she's really popular um, and a lot of our young people will be uh, aware of her. But she does a lovely version of Be Thou My Vision with that uh, classic hymn that we know and love, uh, but she sings it a little bit differently and it's a really lovely version. So if you had that, it'd be a nice one to play. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy path throughout the universe displayed. And when I think of God, his son not sparing, sent him to die. Scares can take it in that on the cross my burden.
gladly buried He bled and died To take away my sin Then sings my soul My Savior God to thee How great thou art How great thou art Then sings my soul God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart, then I shall bow. 